0: Is the bottom line stopped the Meiser confession what that means is each year every year you have to give a Maiser Rishon, which goes to levium and then there's a second Meiser, and it goes a rotation it's either yushalayim you eat in or slime Meiser you give it to poor people and it's a three-year rotation so at the end of every three years they would get together and every you would uh, you would say a hados miser which means you would you admit that you took care of Maiser properly. Yochan <laughs> and will stop that. Now, why did he stop that? My timer. So, I'm Rav Yosib, Rav He stopped that you could say, Hidas Maiser. Hidas Maiser means at the end of three years, you would say, I got rid of all my Maiser properly. I did a good job. He stopped that. Why? Because no one was doing a good job. Why not? He says, Because Klaal Yisrael stopped giving sir properly because from a biblical perspective, the Maiser Rishon, see, Maiser Shani and Maiser ani, they were doing fine. It was Maiser Rishon that no one was doing properly because the Torah says he's supposed to give it to a Levi. But Klai Yisrael started giving it to Kehanim. Now the reason for this is, this is a sugya in Yivamis. We have this in base that because the Leviim did not come back during the times of Ezra, they were penalized that they did not get Maisa rishon anymore. So, because Ezra decided it should go for the Kehanim, so he was the he had the right to do that. But you really can't say that you're doing Maisa properly if you're not giving it to the people. The Torah says you're supposed to give it to. Even though, yes, according to some Tanoyim, mid'araisa, you can give it to Kehanim also. But because the pasuk nasati the lalevi. No, it was well. It was a it was a penalty. I don't know. It was a knas. However, you understand it. The point is, it says in the pasuk, you gave it to a Levi. How could you say nasati le Levi if you didn't? So he stopped. He stopped doing hadas meiser. Now the question is wait a minute if you still did the other ones properly right the, everyone was still doing Meisr Shani and mycerrani properly so at least at least do that confess about that so you can't say you did everything right but at least you said you could say that you did Meisr Shani and mycerrani right the ashar but at least confess that you did the other myces right the answer is, you can't if you if you're not doing the first mycer properly you can't acknowledge the others why my time because of when the pasuk describes ma'aser, the first one it describes is ma'aser rishon to the lady. So if you're not doing that right, you can't. Uh, it doesn't make sense to confess the other ones. It's like you know that's that's the that's the first one the Torah describes, and you're gonna be uh, you're gonna skip that. It doesn't work. Now here's the thing. So okay, so Yehonkahin Gadol stopped the confessions. Now if I were to tell you that he stopped the confessions, that would imply that people were giving ma'aser <laughs> truma properly. They just stopped the confession, right? He stopped the confessions because they were giving it to Kahana But the implication is, outside of that, everything was a okay. The problem is, the problem is um, uh, the gemara says <laughs> The implication of this gemara is that they were separating shumas and Mises properly. The problem is, in Yoichan and Koyen Godel's time period, they weren't doing that right either. So forget about you know them not being able to say it because they gave it to kehanim. They weren't separating shumas amaisus bechlal properly. How so? Hatanya the brisa says yoichan and kain gottel savidoy. He was mevatol savidoy. Okay, so far. And then it says gozal Demai. He issued a decree about Demai. Demai is when you're not sure whether trumas and Mises are separate properly. Why was he geyser that if you... Basically, Demai means that if you go to a, a supermarket and you buy fruits and vegetables from someone who's not the firmest Jew in the world, you have to re-separate it yourself. This was an institution of Yoyecher and Kayin Gadol. Why? Because in his era, people were not separating Tshumas and Mises properly. So how could you tell me that he was Mevatel the Confession Forget about the confession; they weren't separating shumas and Mises properly. below so it's not just the confession that implies that everything was okay. It was just due to a technicality. They weren't even separating shumas and Mises properly in his day. How so? What happened? He sent out shluchim to Eretz Yisrael, all over Eretz Yisrael. Right. Just a very quick nutshell: you separate truma that goes to the Kehanim. That's a big deal. If you don't separate truma, the whole thing is 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 uh, is. Um, is uh what do you call it? what's the last? not the my it's um um i can't think of the word it means that uh, it's tevil, and it's high misa so it's terrible terrible over you have to separate truma then you have to separate my to to the levi then you have to separate from the miserish and the levi has to separate a tenth to go to the kohen it's called truma's miser if by the way if the levi doesn't separate truma's miser it's weiter chayiv misa so 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 and then you have to separate miser, sheni miser, Ani. So those are the, the the five things you have to separate. He checked. The only thing people were separating was Truma. That's it. Now, by the way, the reason why, I kinda it, I'm not saying that it makes sense, but Truma, if you don't eat it, it's a very, very big averu. Miser, if I eat miser, it's not, I'm not gonna be punished, it's just I'm stealing from the levy. There's no isser, pashtus. There's no Kedusha to my it's just that it belongs to the levy. So if he wants to share it with you, he could. The point is, Gadol sends out and he sees that no one's separating Mysore. Not only are they not separating Maissa, they're not separating Trumas Maiser, which means the Levian, because they're not getting their share, they're not separating a tenth to go to the Kehanim. So that's a big problem. So he says to him, and U Rishon regarding Myser Rishon Maysashani, Mik Sas and Myson, Mikzasin, not everybody did it. Some did, some didn't. So so Godel sent out a message. He says, "Benai, my children, buy you Come, I'll tell you. The same way, if you don't eat Chuma gadayla, you're going to get misa b'deshemayim. This is also true, misa because you're not separating maizer, which maizer is not going to get misa b'deshemayim, but miser includes trumas maizer. So basically, he's sending out like, we're not doing this right. So what did he do? He made a takana, and that is that when you buy fruit, you have to now separate again mechumra." So, what did he say? If you buy fruit from an ama'aretz and you're not sure whether they separated properly, this is what you have to do. If you, ate, if you ate truma, if you ate fruit, that truma was not separate. So, because you're eating a stickle truma and you're a non-koyen. So, this is what you have to do. You have to separate Maisa rishon, sheni, Meisir then you have to separate Trumas Yushalayim. Rishon, oni Meaning you have to separate like this. You have to separate Meisir for the Levy. Then you have to separate from the Meisir 10% of it to go to the Kayan. That you have to give to the Kayan. Okay? You can't keep. You separate Meisir Rishon, Shani, or Meiser Oni, depending on the year. Now, Meiser Shani, you go to Yushalayim that you just eat in Yushalayim, no problem. Meisir Rishon, and Meiser Oni you don't have to you don't have to give that you don't have to give to, to them. You just have to separate and then it's hamitzim mitzvah of You can keep it yourself. Because again, there's no isser for Yisrael to eat my The problem is it belongs to the so it's geneva. but it's not geneva, because it's a suffix. Amaitim of Varaya. Fine. The point is you have to separate everything. So the Gemaris is a kasha. The kasha is, you're telling me that he abolished the confession because of a technicality, which implies that in his era, they were separating Shumas and Mises properly. It's not true. They weren't separating properly. So the answer is, you're right. Tartitikan, He made two takanas. Bitol vidoy dechaverem. because t'may shalam For the Rabbonim, who were separating Shumas and Mises properly, he, he was mevatel the confession. And then for the people who were not, meaning, Kala had an array. There's a range. There were Yidin who were separating Shumas and Mises properly. He stopped the confession from them because they weren't giving it to the Kain. They, were give, they weren't giving it to the Lev, they were giving it to the Kain. So for the Rabbonim who were doing it properly, he had to stop the confession. For half of you Yisrael that were not separating Shumas and Mises properly, he had to get them to start separating it properly. Okay, fine. Now, the next thing that he was mevat to Yechon Kain Gadol was the Ma'oririm. <laughs> The awakers. What does this mean? So my iron, what is this referring to? Every day when the Levin would stand in the Besamikdash to sing, they would say the following Pasuk. Uru Uru Wake up, Hashem, why do you sleep? That's what he started saying. The problem is, Amr Lahan, he wasn't happy with this. He said, Hashem doesn't sleep. Yeah, Shanshami Sha Hashem doesn't sleep. So what does it mean? So what is this pasuk referring to? This pasuk that says, Wake up HaShem is referring to when Klai Yisrael is in Golis. That when Klai Yisrael is in Golis, and it looks like Hashem Chas V'Shalom is sleeping, and He's not taking care of us, so we ask Him to take care of us. But Yechelen Kaim Golis said to Leviim, In the Beis HaMikdash, it's not appropriate to sing it when, we're, when we have a Beis HaMikdash. It's not an appropriate pasuk. So he was mevatel that Leviim from singing this pasuk in a time of Shalom okay the next thing he stopped was the noikfim the Naikfim were the strikers now i'll tell you outside what this is referring to we all know that in the second base amikdash at least at some point in the second base of the institution right, when you shech the big cow right you have to hold the cow down it's a very it's it's, it's a hard thing to do so we know that in the second base amikdash, there were rings that were made to hold the cow down to make it a lot easier that was his institution the reason why is because before that in order to get the cow to lie down it was very hard so what people would do is they would hit the cow between his forehead blood would trickle down and blind the cow and then it would be easier it would be discombobulated you tip it over he didn't like this because it looks like you're making a mum Now, listen giving a little cut to a cow over here is not going to make a mum but it's not a good, we're so careful to have the cow look perfect and not have any blemishes, you're causing it to bleed, he didn't like that. But that was the institution, that's what he says, to stop the strikers, they would hit the animal to try to get it easier to go down, he didn't like that. So the Gemara says, "My what is it referring to? They would take a knife, a little uh, blade, and they would cut the cow in the forehead. said so the blood would drip in his eyes and cut cause it to be confused and there it would be easier to knock over, knock over to to bring it down to the ground cuz again they they would have to they would have to sort of hold it like they didn't have rings so you'd have to like get it to like go down you'd have to like in kind a of chokehold so it's easier when the animal is a little discombobulated yeah they it's easier when the animal's a little discombobulated that's the first shot and he stopped him because it looks like it's a mum. That's the first pshat. A slightly different version. Another shot is they would hit it the way Goyim, the way Ave Dazar. They would hit the animal to get it to fall down. So instead of giving a little cut, they would smack it on the head until it would get woozy. And then they would knock it over. You're bringing a nevela. Now, why is it a nevela? Nevela is when an animal's not shechted properly. This is going to be shechted properly. The says that's not a nevela. If people say, what's a nevela? Nevela is an animal that wasn't shechted properly. So, how could this be a nevela? El trefus. It's a trefus. Why? Because one of the trafas if you take a stick and you hit a cow very, very hard in the head, there's a chance that you'll cause a fracture. If you cause a fracture of the skull, it's a trefus. So, he would say, what are you doing? Shemay Nikiv Krum Shalmayach. Perhaps he caused the brain to have a, a skull to have a, a fracture. So therefore he made rings. In order to make it a lot easier, you just got to get the animal down, you don't have to worry about it. You, yeah, but you don't have to worry about holding it. Like it's not. Well, you, you just got to get it down, so it's a little bit of an easier process. The next thing he abolished, in his day, until he came on, you could hear hammers in Yerushalayim. What is this referring to? It means people would work in Chalamayim inappropriately, and he stopped the work in Chalamayim. Okay. And from his day on, there was no more concern about Demai. As we said before, he instituted re separating Shumas Mises properly. Okay. Viter right in the Mishnah. Now, this Mishnah is an interesting Mishnah. Whether we possibly this or not, it's hard to know. But the Mishnah basically says that one of the signs of a Zechel is to outlaw music. Now, maybe music in the bars. With alcohol, maybe different types of music, but music in general was outlawed um, as a sign of uh, Zechel Chorben. The Mishnah says, sanhedrin. From the time the Sanhedrin ceased to function, botla they prohibited music in, uh, in the bars. It's too much simcha, it's too much simcha. By the way, just completely agav, I'm not going to go into the whole thing about music nowadays or now but I'll tell you two things. First of all, this is why Rav Feinstein and Rav Adi Yosef, when they talk about how come it doesn't say in the Shulchan Aruch you're not allowed to listen to the music during sphere, it's not in the Shulchan Aruch at all. The reason is because they said, who says you're allowed to listen throughout the whole year? Meaning potentially there's a potential is to the whole year. Now, no one is makvid about this, but they say during Sefirah, you should be makhbet. But I'll tell you like this, I, I, because, because again, I, I, it's a long daf. I'll tell you what Rabbi Reisman said. Rabbi Reisman once gave a shirah on this. And he, has gone through, he went through all the shirs. Rabbi Reisman said, one of the Heterim is based on Yad Ramah in Sanhedrin, that the Ramah says that if it's done for Hisairos, if it's done to make you become a better person, whatever. So he always says that whenever he's at a chasana and he's listening to music, he always likes to translate the words. He always tries to translate the words, you know, if he's singing like Yibana HaMikdash, whatever song is, you translate the words, so he says, that it has some meaning as opposed to just becoming music to, to make it that it's no longer, you know, to avoid this potential uh, potential issue. But this is the source, if anyone wants to ever look into it. in the early 70s. Sh- Someone said they had asked the Rupert Solveig to you know, going to movies in the sphere, and he said the same thing, who said you go over the sphere. Yeah, world. exactly. Uh, people are, uh, it's a very famous line. Can you go to the Rupert Can you go to movies during the sphere? And he said it's the same as the rest of the year. Yeah. So he says they shall not drink wine with song now where does this pasuk this where does this pasuk in yeshayah allude to the seizing of the sanhedrin well we'll see fine when the early neviim died we'll see who they are the gemar will identify who these neviim are the the ceased to function that was where you'd ask questions and the urn would light up that ceased to function when the v'shamigdash was destroyed the Shamir is the famous little worm that would cut the stone. The stones of the Basa Migdash. That Shamir was bottled. It's, it's gone. Anymore? It's Why gone. We lost it? It. we lost it. We lost it. Sufim. We'll see what this is. Noifus Sufim was a certain type of Gashmius that was removed. The Gemara will identify what this is. Upasku Anshay Amonomi Israel and uh, people who have Amuna stopped save us Hashem because the Chasidim stopped. There's no more faith anymore. From the day of the every day has a curse. And tal doesn't come down for bracha anymore. And there's a certain flavor from fruit that was removed. The richness of fruit was also removed. The, the lack of purity of Klal Yisrael. When Klal Yisrael. was not tahar anymore, the lack of tahar, the metumah caused a lack of flavor and a lack of richness to the fruit. Ha not giving meisers, not to a shuman ha remove the richness of the grain. oimrim. And so, meaning, so if, you, if someone asks you what causes the fruit to cease to be as rich, so one opinion says the churven, this opinion says it's the lack of tahara, it's tummah. Meaning, you stop touching dead bodies or whatever. Bechomim haznus, say znus and kishof, uh, idolatry, uh, sorcery. And sexual morality that caused all of this to come to an end. Okay, so now the Mishnah said that the music that when the, the Sanhedrin sees there was an Issa that was created to not listen to music in the in the in the wine halls, in the beer holes in the in the bars. So the pasuk because the pasuk says, "B'shir they shall not drink wine with song. What what is this? What do you see the Sanhedrin with that? <inaudible> How do you know that that's referring to the Sanhedrin being abolished? <inaudible> because the Pesach <Pasuk> says, <inaudible> The elders are gone from the gate. That's the Zeked, meaning, meaning, because the elders are gone, then we don't listen to music anymore. Okay. <inaudible> a couple things about the prohibition of music. If an ear listens to music, <inaudible> it should be torn away. Okay. Again, this is all due to the due to the um, due to the zeichel uh, lechurban. Uh, Amar zimra bebeisa music in the house. Chur bebeisa brings destruction to the doorpost, to the to the to the doorway. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, kol yesherev achaloy basaf kiar A voice will sing out in the window, but destruction will be at the threshold because the. Arza because the cedar is era is a city. What does it mean? The cedar is a city. Arza era. Am a ba'arozim You think a house that's made of cedar is a city? No. El Era is not a city. It means ra, rea, means it'll be destroyed. Even if the house is made of cedar, it's a very strong wood. It'll uh, it'll be destroyed. Now the destroy describes the destruction of the house as coming through the threshold, the doorway of the front doorway. Some Rav you know, this is probably a very important message. When destruction begins in the house, it begins in the threshold. Meaning, it's the outside stuff that enters the house. It's all it's the outside environment and all these things. That's where the, the bad stuff really begins. In that group, by the way, you should know, there's a briskarov, there's a briskarov that used to say that in that regard, Chutzlaretz is better than Eretz Yisrael, because he, he was asked about raising kids, mm-hmm. and he said, in Chutzlaretz they know that the streets are tame and they know that you have to protect the kids from the outside, from the goyim and all that stuff, and they have the kids from inside. He said, in Yisrael, they convince themselves that outside is, is you know, gula's has already come, so he says they let the kids just do crazy stuff in the street, but they don't realize the chinuch is needed in, in, the, in the house as well. The shaya yubas shar desertion covers from the gate. And I once saw a shade, a demon betur that it was destroying the front door like a bull. I don't know whatever that means. Am Now we said this is an of music, but says the gemara the whole Isra of music conceptually whatever it is it was meant for simcha. If you're listening to music because you need to work and you, you know you like you're working out or you're driving and you're very tired, that's mutter. So the example of that is Zimra de Nagdi u de bakri Shari, music of uh, you know like when they, they row 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 like the, the music that they would sing when they're rowing. That's permitted because the music is just to keep them uh, to keep them motivated. It's not for simcha. But it says the gardoi, but the weavers that's usr. because the weavers don't need the music. To, to, to do their job. That's just their board, and, and it's just nice to listen to music. Ravuna bottles Zimra. Ravuna banned music, and because of this, there was so much bracha. Again, the banning of the music was to be Ma'ar Zeich but There was so much bracha in his town. That you could buy a hundred geese for a zuz. There was such a proliferation of bracha. And you could get a hundred saw of wheat for one zuz, and still people didn't buy because they had enough. And that's how much bracha there was from doing this. of Chizda came and he thought the ban was a bit much, and he made fun of it a little bit, or he didn't stop people that were lenient. But then, then there was the opposite. that you, you you couldn't even buy geese because there was a shortage. Okay. Amrav Ashi, Umra Now this is actually this Gemara is actually very nagaya. For anyone that goes through the Sugi, maybe tonight we'll talk about this. The Sugi of Kalisha, um, we, we all know you know how to listen to women sing. So this is a Gemara that's quoted a lot. Uh, maybe maybe we'll talk later for not. There was a hatter that came out of Germany about listening to a, uh, a, a to a group of women singers. Hilmaimer had a certain hatter, For Schaffer Hirsch. This Gemara, the stipler always the age. This, this 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 truva, the rebel the stipler has a truva where he quotes this Gemara is the opposite. The Gemara is basically saying that you're not allowed to listen, obviously you're not allowed to listen to women sing. The way they used to sing songs back then, it's even nowadays, I guess, in Davening a little bit. It's where a group A sings the, the song and then group Group B sings the chorus, so says the Gemara. If women are involved in the singing, it's aser because it's aser. But which is worse? So says the Gemara. Zamri gavri vani nashi. If the men are singing the main song and the women are doing the chorus, preitzus. It's inappropriate because you're going to hear them sing. But zamri nashi vani gavri. But for the women to do the main song and the men to do the chorus, that's keish benuris. That's like a fire. Meaning that's way worse. Why? Because for you to listen, for you to do the chorus, that means you have to listen intently to what they're up to. So you have to listen to what they're up to in order to respond, as opposed to you starting and they respond. They're both usser but the second one is worse, because you have to listen intently to the women to be able to do the chorus. The Gemara says, Well, if you tell me they're both usser who cares? Who cares what's worse if they're both usser The answer is, if you could only stop one thing right now, first, you come in and you see two groups of people. One of them is the men are singing and the women are doing the chorus. One is the women are singing and the men are doing the chorus. So you got to stop one. Stop the one with the men doing the chorus because it means they're listening to the women sing intently. That's that's a bigger issue. Okay. Yeah. I have things to say, but I don't want to be recorded. I'm Rav Yechanan. Rav Yechanan said, anyone who drinks wine while listening to four types of music... Four types of music. The halacha is, you bring five calamities to the world. Um, now, the Gemara will bring a post that describes the four types of music. Uh, we'll see. It says, Woe to those that get up early in the morning to drink beer. They stay up all night drinking wine there's the harp there's the Nevel there's the drums and there's a flute those are the four different types of music and it brings to uh, calamity now what is the five calamities Achrav. these are the five calamities my my nation will be exiled without das. Shagarm and that's the first one. It's galus. Kvoi dai miserov. The honored people will die of starvation. Shemivir ravla. The second one is to bring starvation. Hamoy naitsachat sama. People will be thirsty. Shagarm and la tayr That's referring. Thirst is referring to a lack of tayr. Tayr will be forgotten. Veishach adam veishbalish. People will be humbled and men will be brought lower. Shagarm and shiflus l'sein shakadish baruchu. It brings klal yisrael to be degraded. Veinish shakadish baruchu. I'm sorry, that it will cause Hashem's appearance to be degraded in the world. And the last one is the eyes of the haughty will be brought low. It brings to be lowered. Okay. Those are the five calamities. Then the Pesach says, what are the last one? It says, go on the next page. Uh, the the, the Gehenna will be enlarged and open its mouth wide without limit, and people will descend into it in the multitude. So it's uh, going to Gehennom. So it's not good. Okay. The Mishnah said the next thing was that when the Naviim Harishayinim were bottled, when the Naviim Harishayinim died, there was no more Urn um Who are the Naviim Harishayinim? So. Who are, man Who are the Nevi'im Rishainim? Well, I mean, if you look at Nevi'im Rishainim like in Tanakh, it's Shmuel, David, Shlomo. So the Gemara says, yeah, that's the of Huna, the David, Shmuel, Shlomo. David, Shmuel, and Shlomo Melch. Here's the problem, though. That means that according to this, that when David, Shmuel, and Shlomo died, there was no more Urim Vatumim. Is that true? The Gemara says, wait a minute. The Gemara explains, in the times of David, Zimnin Salak zimnin like Salak. Sometimes the Urim Batumim would work, sometimes not. Shari shalt tzadik salai, shal salai, av av The Post-Sigta says that when after David HaMelech was running away from Avshalom, he tried to ask the Urim Batumim whether it's safe for him to go back. He asked, Av Yasser asked, it didn't answer. Tzadik asked and he answered. So you see that even in the times of David, the Urim Batumim was eh, working and not working. But once David died, no more Urim Batumim. Massive. So that's that's here's the problem. That means that basically for the entire first base Mikdash there was no orim v'tumim. That's not true. Massive. Rabbi Bar Shmuel. The pasuk says. Now before we get to the answers, it says. The pasuk says in the days of Zechariah, King Uziah, who was 150 years after Shlomo's death, asked. Um, it says he asked out Hashem. Um now it doesn't say how he asked Hashem, but the, the Posak is asking, saying that he sought out Hashem's wisdom. <laughs> My love, of Urvatum is not referring to Urvatum, and you see the Urvatum existed after Shlem's death. No, it means that he was taught he, he was spoken to through prophecy. Tashima, okay, here's the one problem. You're telling me now that when and Melech died, there's no more Urvatum. But that's not true. Tashimah, the Brahisa says, Mishachara, Beis Mikdash, Rishayin, from the time of the first Khorban, Batlu Ari Migrash, there was no more cities of refuge. Upasku, Urimvatumim, stop. The Urimvatumim stopped after the first Khorban. Now, when Shloimeh died, Shloimeh died in the beginning of the first Beis HaMikdash. You're telling me that he. When did Urimvatumim stop? You're telling me when at the end of the Nevi'im Rishayin, which is the death of Shloimeh. But it says over here that it stopped by the Khorban, the which is 300 something years later. So. The second base of Midrash, there was no more Malchus of David. And if um uh, and, and if you say, wait a minute, how could it be? There was no. that None of these things exist in the second base of Midrash. But doesn't the pasuk say, "V'yomer hatarshasa lahem"? Hatarshasa Hatar "Achal lo yoychlu mekayish hakadoshim amoem and koyin lo urin v'tumim that they shall not eat of the kaidish hakadoshim until." The koyim comes back with the urim which implies there was an urim by the by, by the second base of English. Amar the answer is that pasuk was more in a hopeful way. That's like saying, you know, we're not going to stop until Mashiach comes. It doesn't mean Mashiach here; it just means we're hopeful. The point is, we have a kasha. The kasha is you're telling me when was the urim stopped? By the end of the neviim rishoyinim, which was the death of Shlaimah Melech. But this brisa says that it stopped by the second Beis HaMikdash. So which one is it? The the beginning of the first Beis HaMikdash or the end? The answer is you're right. When it says that that Urmatum stopped with the death of Nevi Rishayim, it's not Dov and Shloim and and, and, and Shmuel. Rather, The Nevi Rishayim were all the Nevi until Chagai Zechayim Malachi. Chag Ezechayim Malachi were the last three Nevim of Klal Yisrael. So when it says that the Urim Tumim stopped by the death of Nevim Rishonim, in other words, by the end of the first base in English, It means all the Nevim except for Chag Ezechayim Malachi. Malachi are the only Nevim that are called the Nevim Achroinim. Everyone else is Nevim Rishonim. So how did you stop? Well, Klal Yisrael was a deterioration. So just one day didn't work? Now you already see that in the times of Dovin. The ur sometimes worked, sometimes didn't work, but then it's officially done uh, by the end of the first Baisa Mikdash with Chagiz Chari Malachi. Detanur Abonan, Mishemesu Chag el Malachi. <laughs> when Chagiz Chari Malachi died, Nistal Geruch HaKadosh, was officially done, including ur Baaful Pish Kane, Misham Now the Gemara says, although after Chagiz Chari Malachi's death, there was no more Urm and there was no more ruach but there was still a baskal, a heavenly voice, which is a malach communicating. That there still was. Now, the gemara gives an example. <coughs> the gemara gives. Sorry, the gemara gives an example of um, of a baskal in the era after Chagizacharim Malachi. Chagizacharim Malachi were the beginning of the second base of Mikdash. Right, they were part of the the end of the first, beginning of the second, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So the point is: the first base of she had urim Urmutum, that stopped with the korban. The beginning of the second basement, she still had Rucha Khadesh. malachi die, none of that anymore. But you still had a bas call What's the baskol? Shepam as an example of a baskel was there was one time. The Rabbanon were in the attic of Guria's house in Yericho. And a heavenly voice came out and said, There is one person among you that you should there should be a prophet but his generation is not Roy really for prophecy but there's someone there who's worthy of being a prophet and not so name but Hillel everyone looked at Hillel the great Hillel who was there as the assumption is that it was referring referring to him and when Hillel died, they were in the famous lines, Hai what a pious man, what a humble man, the Ezer, A Talmud of Ezra. That, term, that that title of was the highest title you can give to someone um, at their husband. Hamach is another story. The Rabban were in a the uh, we're in the attic of Yavna. A heavenly voice came out and said, There's someone who should be a prophet. But your generation is not worthy. They looked at Shmuel HaKatan. And when they said about Shmuel HaKatan in his funeral, they said, He's a Talmud of Hillel. The truth is, Shmuel HaKatan on his deathbed said some level of shtickle prophecy. Uh, what did he say? He said, Shimon and Yishmol shall be destroyed. This is referring to Shimon, Shimon HaTzadik or gadol, who were part of the Aseru who were killed together. Chavroi Laktola, and their colleagues to death. That's referring to the Aseru Malchus. B'shar so the rest of the nation will be, dis- uh, will be uh, lowered. Ba'ak and 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 terrible tragedies are destined to befall the Jewish people. So that was like a shtikel navua on his level, that he said that those two tzaddikim are going to pass away. The truth is, that title of they wanted to say at the funeral of Yudem and Baba, we all know Yudem and Baba is one of the Saragim Malchus, he was the one who was killed giving smicha, he was the one giving, uh, killed by the Romans while giving smicha. They wanted to say that at his funeral, But they couldn't because one of the Roman decrees is that at the funeral of someone who was executed by the Romans, you're not allowed to be maspid. So they couldn't say it because it was uh, outlawed by the Romans to give any form of hesped. But they wanted to. That, that, that would have been the Hespid had they had the ability to. Okay. The Mishnah then said that when the Beis HaMikdush was destroyed, they uh, we lost the Shamir. Now the question is, what exactly was the function of the Shamir worm? So we all know the Shamir worm, cut; he can cut stone. Now the question is, what stone was he cutting? So it's basically a machlekes tanoim. The Gemara says, "Tana Rabanan, Shamir sheba'yi banu Shloimeh The Shamir stone was used by Shlomo Melch to build the Beis Hamikdash and The Abayis even The the house that Shlomo built was complete cut stone. Now meaning he cut the stones of the Kotel, not the Kotel obviously that's the second Beis HaMikdush, but the oh, first Beis, the Shamir, because you couldn't cut the stones with you couldn't." Cut it with any form of metal, meaning not even at the on the harabayas. even anything that reviewed this opinion is that any stone that was used in the preparation of the Besam Middlesh cannot be used metal, cannot be used. Therefore, had you cut the Kotel wall, again I say kotel, obviously yeah, the kotel is from the second base of but I mean the walls of what would be the kotel of the first base of it was cut with the shamir. He cut the entire So the walls of the second base. That's that's from the second place. Right, so that was not done with the shamir. No, done with knives or however. Yeah, Pashtos, Even the first place of you're going to see this opinion is disputed. So Rav says that the first place of every stone of the place was used in the Shamir. Amr loy Rav Nechemir. says to him, the chiyesh loy How do you how do you say that? like var remember, There's another pasuk that says kol ela avani magero. All the stones are valuable. Were filed smooth with a file. So they cut the stones with a sword with a knife What? Is, so what by the way what's the isser the isser is that the stone the stones cannot be cut with metal on harabayis so they cut it with metal outside of harabayis and brought it in so that wasn't what the shamir was needed for im also so according to the who says that they used this a, a knife they used the whatever metal uh instruments to cut the stones i the pasuk says you shall not hear hammers or chisels on the base of I mean, the answer, They, Yeah, they did it outside of the Harabais and brought it on already ready. So, according to Rav Yehuda, the Shamir was used for all the stones of the Beisame. Mean, this, according to Rav Nechamir, no. The stones were cut with tools and then brought in. Not according to Rav Yehuda, according to the other Shayyim. The was not oh, so the Gemara says, we'll get to the, what, according to Reb Nechemi, what was the Shamir used for? Now, Amr Rebbe, Rebbe has a third opinion. He says, So uh, Rebbe says, I believe that Reb Yehuda is right regarding the stones of the Beis HaMikdash, that the Shamir was used. And Reb Nechemiah is right that they used tools for the house of Shloymah's palace okay fine the kids are Amayasa. though you have which is according to what was the shamir used for because it was used for the the temple stones the answer is it was used for the the choshen. The, the, the stones um the shamir Lemayasa, what was the purpose of the shamir the answer is like this the stones of the ephod and the hoshen here's the problem the problem is you have to carve on the stones the names of the shvatim right the problem is you can't write it in ink because it has to be chiseled, but you can't chisel it because that's going to lose some of the uh, the stone itself. The shamir caused the etchings on the choshen and ephod. That's what the shamir It was used for choshen and ephod stones. The shamir cut the words. Because the words no, the because the gemara is going to explain the shamir. The way he does it is he doesn't eat; he burrows in and splits it. He borrows in and splits. That's how the Shamir does his job. He doesn't actually cut away like you think of it as eating away. He he burrows in and then it splits the stone. So So there's no real There's nothing missing. There's There's nothing missing at all. It's just he cracks it Mm -hmm. in a way he burry burrows and expands and it cracks the stone. And he does that many, many small cracks until it makes letters. So the side of the stone is bigger in essence. Not necessarily. There's You're value. talking about it. It could be no. negligible, but yes. Negligible. yeah Yeah, so yeah yes, important. yes, correct. hundred percent. So the Gemara is the so the in Bale, the, the says, Avonam Halalu, Inkay Sinonaisu Bedioy, the Chosh and which has the names of the Shvatam on it, and letters, you can't write it in ink, because <laughs> it says engraved. But you can't just cut it with a tool, because it has to be entire, and if you use a tool, you're going to lose some of the shavings. So rather, you, they would write the outline of the letters on the choshen and shamir They would put the Shamir on the ink, and the Shamir would go borrow in wherever there was ink, and split the stone like a fig that splits in the summertime, it's not missing of its mass, or like a valley floor that cracks in the winter, fine, that was the Shamir, okay, the size of the Shamir, uh, it's like a a barley kernel, it was created from the It doesn't matter how hard the object is It will be able to go in and split it So how do you um, Guard it and uh, restrain it From destroying everything You wrap it in wool You put it in a lead tube Filled with barley bran That's the only way to get it to calm down So Amravami m'shacharav mikdash rishon. When the first beis mitzvah was destroyed, bottle shira paradnos chukus Paradnos silk and white glass seized. These were the like very high end items. Those things are gone. The world doesn't have that level of luxury anymore. Tana mihachi the brayson similarly states m'shacharav mikdash rishon from the time of the first Khurvin, bottle shira paradnos the levana of barzel. Paradnos silk, white glass, and iron chariot seized. Because once the Beis was destroyed, all brach in the world uh, lessened. The Eish HaMim Av Yayin Koresh Mishnir, some say also gelled wine that comes from Shanir, which is like round cakes of wine, was very, very chashiv, and that also ceased to exist. Now the Mishnah then said that when the second Beis HaMidosh... Second Beis HaMidosh, okay, it's a uh, debate which Beis Mikdash. Um, yeah, the, the... I thought this was... Interesting. Tosar Rosh says that the Shamir, when the Mishnah said that when we lost the Shamir in Ophes Sufim, Tosarosh says it was actually the second base Which is interesting. I thought it was referring to the first Bisham Middash. I think it's the Shail and the Rishanun. But anyway, whichever Bisham, is referring it the same Bisham it's referring to... Correct, correct interestingly enough yes they say Rush proves from here that our Mishnah which states the disappearance of the Shamir coincided with the destruction of the Temple refers to the second Temple for the Shamir was needed to engrave the photo of the second Temple as well so it's interesting so it's a, I guess the yes. okay. it's not like confused words the Kotel, what we call the kotel yeah but it's from the second, it's it's the second bit, it's a supporting wall True. So all the was no, true, but but the point is, yeah, the, no, but it's the and second. They were all they were and so he's saying no, but but according to Tesarosh according to our Yehuda, right, right, every right. stone was needed; for, it was used by the Shamir. Again, it could be that Mitzias is not uh, it's not like that. Maybe we possibly not like that. But if you held like that, well, like that then then every stone seemingly was needed for the Shamir and and the second base was the Shamir was used. Um, double, interesting. Yeah. Because that was done in the times of Herod which was much later. You talk to you, second base true meaning, but if you when you're saying, saying second meaning when it was built in the time I don't but I know that I have to check uh, whether the Khumra of meeting, the Shamir was needed. Well, that I don't know. But I'm saying I'd have to check because it could be if you need the shamir for if all the stones need to have a certain halachas that I don't know if the rebuilding will be needed. I'll, I'll look into it. Point is what, the first basement the second piece of is when we lost the shamir, we also lost nafa sufim. What's nafa sufim? My Sufim? Amarav, Soilus should softopen enoughfa. It's fine flour that floats above the sieve very 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 rich high-end flour and it's like dough that's kneaded with honey and oil it's naturally oily he says you know you have a big oven you put loaves on either side and they they get so big that they touch each other that growing of dough was a bracha that we lost. It's honey that comes from high mountains. Maimashma, how do you know that it's honey? As Rabshesh is translated into Aramaic. de briosa, like bees ascend v'shaitan barumi alma and fly around the heights of the world. Maimashen duv is is honey from the high mountains in Aramaic. Okay, fine. The point is that was also lost. We have a Mishnah in Machshirim. We know there's a concept called nitsuk. Nitsuk means if you're pouring a liquid from a, let's say, a tahar liquid into a tummy vessel, then obviously the liquid that touches the vessel is tummy. The question is, does it also extend and make the entire stream connected to be metameh, the liquid on top? It's called nitsuk. So says the Mishnah, okay. Kol nitsuk tahar, nitsuk is not a problem, chutz mitvash zifim vatsapichim, except for zifim and Zapichim, honey, because it's so thick. That when you pull it up, it like it's like molasses. It goes back. Therefore, it connects the two. It connects the bottom item to the liquid because it's so thick. I'm My zifim. What is zifim honey? I'm is zifim by it's honey that you could that, that that was so that's so thick that you could um um you could dil- you could dilute it with uh, water or wine, and no one will notice. That's how thick it is. Alshemekayim, my Zifim honey is just the name of a place. <laughs> not about it's the honey of Zif. It's a place. <laughs> similarly, you find David. David went to a place called Zifim. My Zifim, same thing. It means people that falsify their words, or it means a place. Fine, one more line then we'll stop. We said that at the Chorben, uh, once the base of the Shoshua, we lost people of faith. What does this mean? Yitzchuk, Adam, These are people that have a munah. We don't have people that have a munah anymore. The Tanya, as the B'sha says, what was the level of a that they had? The Rav me G'dah said, If a person has bread for today, even if all he has is bread for today, and he says, what am I going to eat tomorrow? That's someone who has no a I mean, that's, that's the level of they used to have, that they didn't even, that they that they had bread for today, they didn't ask what's going to be tomorrow. Each day they had a Hashem. That we lost with the Churban. And this is what Rav meant meant. What does it mean? For they are low. The day of small things. What does this mean? It's referring to Who caused Sadiqim to have a small table in the next world. Small emunah, that they didn't have a um, one more line, Amar a different shot of what this pasuk means of me baz liyom Katnos, Elu Katnos is referring to the young children of Rishoyim that if children of Rishoyim die in their lifetime, because it makes um, God's judgment more difficult meaning uh, to say over here um yeah it, it, it's I guess that once because the who takes away a rush's children in his lifetime it's harder to punish them the young children say before asham since you're eventually gonna punish them why'd you kill us meaning if you're going to kill us, then we're, we're, that, that should be punishment enough. So that's the katnos that causes HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kavyechel to be small when it comes to punishing by taking away the young children. All right, we'll stop here. Ooh-wee. Tomorrow is the last one.